Hi guys, and welcome to the Tales of an African Princess in America. My name is Ozzy. So today is January 17th and it's officially the New Year Resolutions Letdown Day. It is said that on January 17th, a lot of people reverse back to their old habits and let go of all their New Year Resolutions. And that does not have to be you. So set attainable goals. Remember you're human. Set action plans that would help you attain these goals. And ask for help. I'm telling you, ask for help. A lot of things that you set as goals, if only you had mentors. So ask for help. And just remember that it's it's a marathon. It's not a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Attaining a new goal does not happen overnight. You know, it's something that you have to put your heart and soul to. So if there are things that you still want to achieve in 2019, don't ditch your goals. Don't ditch your resolutions. Modify them set action goals get help and just realize that these things take time all right okay so the idea for today's episode kind of came from a conversation i had with a friend a couple days ago i was telling her about a program that i had applied to but i did not get in and i pretty much told her that i was going to go back to the drawing board you know i was going to try to get my docs in a row and i was going to you know reorganize everything and reapply basically and i said to her i said uh, i'm going to reapply and hopefully this time i get it but what she said next really struck me she said oh my god that's such a last born thing to say and i was like what do you mean and she said well you 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 must have your way you must get it you know and i'm just like wow i didn't realize that my birth order actually shaped my behavior to the point that 30 years down the line you know i'm still making decisions based on the fact that I was born last and so as I was driving home that day I was thinking about it and I was like you know I'm going to research this I'm going to read up a little bit about it I'm going to find out if the fact that I was born last if it really does shape my behavior if it shapes my decisions if it's really such a huge deal and um, I did a little bit of reading this is not really my area you know I'm I'm a, a microbiologist by training but I did a little bit of reading and I found a few interesting things and that's what we're going to talk about today the question today that I'm thinking about is does birth order play a role in shaping one's behavior and one's personality? So about 90 years ago, there was a really brilliant scientist, a psychologist wrote about this this idea that the order of your birth pretty much predicted your behavior and his name is Alfred Adler right and so he wrote about about how the order of birth could predict one's behavior and since that time a lot of people have come up with all kinds of theories and they've come up with all kinds of ideas about how the order of birth kind of shapes one's personality and you probably have heard about a few of these ideas you know stuff like only children have problem sharing the firstborn's are bossy everyone baby's the baby and of course the middle child is stuck in the middle so these are some of the things that people say about um about birth order and now are these things really true is it possible that the order of birth actually affects the way that you behave is that really really possible uh let's talk about the oldest child so the oldest child is thought to be a leader they're thought to be really cautious reliable serious and driven and most times perfectionist now is that right i've heard a lot of firstborn say things like i never got away with anything or i feel responsible for my siblings you know stuff like that and you might know a few 
famous firstborns. So people like Barack Obama, Oprah Winfrey, Kate Middleton. So these are famous firstborns. Now, uh, middle children, people say that they're rebellious, they're independent, they are peacemakers, often overlooked, and they seek attention. Now, we don't know if that's true, but one thing I've heard from some of my friends who are middle kids is that they feel like they have to negotiate to get what they want. They feel like the first child usually is given all the privileges and the last child gets away with anything. But for them, they have to kind of strike a deal with their parents to kind of get anything, you know? And they're thought to be good negotiators. And some famous middle you know, children that you might know are people like Donald Trump, Bill Gates, and of course, Martin Luther King Jr. So these are some middle famous middle kids okay so let's talk about the last child so the last born is thought to be easygoing fun loving manipulative um an attention seeker uh goes with the flow creative and charming now on the flip side people think that last born kids are spoiled they take unnecessary risks they are less intelligent than their older siblings things like that now I don't know if that's true, but you might know some famous last ones like Eddie Murphy, Halle Berry, and her very own Dr. Ozzy. That's right. I am a last born. <laughs> Okay, so now only children. Only children are thought to be perfectionists. They're thought to be mature, dedicated, loyal, sensitive, and responsible. Listen, here's what I think. I really do think that the behavior of a child is shaped by several things. So it's not just by birth order. I mean, based on everything that I've read and just my personal experience, I feel like parenting has a huge role to play in how a child turns out. So when a child is born, the child does not know that I'm first, last, middle, or only. Parenting is going to set the tone of how that child develops and how that child grows. The second thing I'm going to say is that the role a person plays in their family will kind of dictate their behavior. So for instance, I have friends who say to me, I feel like I'm the first uh, born of my parents because I shoulder a lot of responsibilities. I make more money. And so most of the bills and most of these things come to me. So you see, because that child, that middle child is playing the role of provider in that family, they start to feel like they're the first. I feel like the roles that we play in our families kind of shape our behaviors as well. All right. Another thing I think plays a huge role is gender. So in most African communities the male children are regarded to be uh more of more importance than the female children and that's something that i'm really really passionate about because this is something that this is a mindset that i really feel like people need to reevaluate and they need to rethink these things so for instance a family might have four girls and then the fifth child is a male when you walk into that household you immediately think that that boy is the first child because they give him a lot of uh, there's a lot of importance attached to just being a boy that it changes the roles kind of change for that boy because he was born into a family or he was born into a community where boys are favored over girls. Now, personally, growing up, I thought my dad was the first child the whole time, you know? I remember the day I realized that he actually had an older sibling and I was just like, what? wait, what? You know, because of the leadership role, because I feel like there was a lot of importance attached to being male and he probably doesn't realize it, but it's just when you look at his family, I feel like he comes up as the eldest child probably because of his gender. In some families, and like I said earlier, talking about roles, girls are taught to cook and clean. Boys are taught to fix and repair. You know, it's seen that cooking and cleaning is the job for the girl. And so the boy shouldn't be in the kitchen. Assigning these kind of roles actually shape one's behavior and they shape how a child turns out. So I think gender also plays a role in behavior as well, not just birth order. Another thing that I think is super important when you think about how kids turn out, how behaviors are formed, is also how you think about stereotypes. 
Like I think stereotypes play a role as well. It comes down to you and I, what we think, what we believe. And so if we think certain things, those are the things that we then pass down to our kids. If we think that male kids are more important, when we have kids, we're going to treat them a little bit different. If we think that the baby should be babied, you know, the first should be in charge of the rest and the middle child, well, you're stuck in the middle. When you have your kids, it's going to translate down to your kids as well. And so I think that the story that we tell ourselves, we need to constantly reevaluate these core ideas and core values so that you are coming to better conclusions and then we have better outcomes, right? Just because, you know, it is said that the first child needs to take care of the rest doesn't mean that that's the way it should be. The responsibility still falls on the parents to do the parenting, all right? Okay, so personally, in my experience, I'm the last of six kids. Yes, all female household, with the exception of my dad. You know, he was always threatening to write a book about being the only male in an all-female household. I I still think that's an excellent idea for a book. I feel like he still needs to write that book because I'll be really interested to know what he was thinking most of the time when all the tears were flowing and all the emotions were, you know, raging and things like that. But um, I think that's a great idea. I think he should write that book. But just growing up as the last child, I'll tell you my experience. There are definitely some pros to being born last. The first thing I'm going to say is we definitely are born into less chaotic environment. So by the time the last child comes, chances are that the parents have figured out this thing called parenting. So they, they probably have had the first kid. They're like, okay, what is this thing really about? And then they've had the second one. And then by the time the last one comes, it's like they figured it out. And so you're getting basically, in my opinion, the best of parenting because your parents are not too strict at that point and they're not too lenient. So it's just right, you know? And then the firstborns feel like, okay, you're getting away with a lot of stuff, but it isn't really that you're getting away with a lot of stuff. It's that your parents have probably seen this before and they're like, okay, this is not the thing to be worried about. When they do something that we should be worried about based on how the first and second turned out, we'll know how to handle this. So I feel like you're getting the best of your parents, hopefully by being born last. All right. Another thing I'm going to say is you are born into a family of caregivers. There are a lot of people there to take care of you. So at this point, you have all the siblings, you have your mom, your dad, you know, there are people who would not let you fall or fail. They feel like this is my duty to take care of you. And so you're doing stuff, but your parents are looking out for you. Your siblings are looking out for you. I think that's definitely a plus. Definitely. And of course, the last thing I'm going to say about uh, being born last, which comes as a pro, you know, you're born into a level of normalcy as a last kid. You know, at this point, your parents should have figured out their careers. They should have figured out what they want to be in life. You know, they've kind of figured out what parenting is about from the first and second or the middle kids. And so by the time you get there, you're getting the best of parenting because they know not to be too alarmed if something happens because they've seen it before and they know that, oh, this is not really a problem right now. You should have gotten the best of parenting at this point. And of course, being born last means that you always have company. So you're not really alone most of the time. From my experience growing up, there wasn't really a time when I was I felt just all by myself. I always had a sibling who was there or even if we were moving on to high school, we were moving to high school together. So it wasn't really a time when I felt like I was all by myself. And so I think that's definitely a plus. Now, that being said, being born last is not all peaches and roses. There are some times when I felt like, I mean, I just growing up, I felt like my age was a problem. I had five sisters and so most of the time they will be talking about stuff and then I'll chime in and they're like, oh wait, you're here? Like you shouldn't be here. You should, you're not old enough to be in this conversation. Or sometimes they're going somewhere and I'm just like, can I come? Can I come? Can I come? Please, pretty please. And they're like, you're not old enough to come with us, you know? So it was always, my age was always such a big deal. You know, I had to beg my parents to go to youth camp. And even when I did, it was always about 
who's going with you? Is your sister going? You know, things like that. So I've always felt like my age was tied to my intelligence. My age was tied to the things that I could do. In fact, whenever I walked into places and they asked me my age, the first thing that came to my mind as a, as a child growing up is this is an exclusion factor. What am I going to be excluded for just because I'm younger? You know, so I always felt like attacked, personally attacked when people would ask me my age because I felt like, oh Lord, you know, I'm not old enough again to do this thing. So, so that's something that I always had in mind growing up. But another thing that you need to think about uh, being born last is hand-me-downs. I mean, I had five sisters. I got handed down everything. And when I talk about everything, I got handed out clothes, bags, everything. And I don't feel bad about it because at the time I appreciated these things. These were things that I really wanted to wear my sister's clothes. I really wanted to have my sister's bags, her books. So these were not things that I felt like um, were bad necessarily. But every once in a while you want something new. And every time I got something new, I definitely celebrated it. And so hand-me-downs are like, <sighs> I feel like as a last child, hand-me-downs in most families are definitely like a rite of passage. You have to be handed down something you know? Now, what is the essence of it for me right now? How do I think that that has changed my life? Well, I feel like I'm able to better communicate how I feel because right from a tender age, I've always been trying to gain, like get their attention. Like I'm here, I'm old enough. I can make contributions. I have valid ideas. Like listen to me. And that's one thing I think parents need to think about. Growing up, my dad was really, really good at having these family meetings. We would have a lot of family meetings and he would want to hear from every single one of us. And he always made me feel like my ideas were valid. He always wanted to hear what I had to say. And that made me feel really, really special, especially when there are serious issues that were being talked about. He, he always thought about me and he's like, what do you think about this? I feel like that inclusion made me feel like, yes, you know? And so I think it's important that as a parent, you kind of hear from all your kids and don't say, oh, the baby is a baby. They're not going to be able to make these decisions. I'm going to make that decision for you. It's actually good to hear from the baby. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think about life? Hear their opinions. I think that's really, really important. Another thing that I feel like being born last actually played in my life is that I have a great sense of humor if I may say so myself I do have a sense of I mean if you're going to be handed down clothes for the better part of your life you better have a good sense of humor because some of these things are not even things that you want at some point like my mom is handing me down clothes. I'm like this stuff doesn't even fit me you know so I feel like you have to have a great sense of humor to be born last a lot of people think that last bonds are calm and they like they don't really care they don't really they don't they don't um they're easygoing and they're calm and they don't really get riled up when things happen. I have five sisters. I've watched situations unravel. I've watched them feel like, oh my God, I'm in a crisis right now and this is going wrong and that is going wrong. But from my perspective, I've seen that these things pass. Everything you think is a big deal does pass. Whatever things were going on in their lives that they felt were like the worst they got through it somehow. And so from my perspective, when things happen, I'm not like going crazy and thinking, oh my God, this is the end of the world. No, most times I've seen it before and I know how it plays out. And so being born last, I feel like it's an advantage for me because I've seen my sisters go through a lot of things. I've watched the experiences. I've soaked up all that knowledge. And now... I'm better for it. So when things are happening, people are like, oh, you're so calm. It's not like I'm so calm and carefree. That's the word I was looking for. It's not like I'm carefree or I don't care. It's that most of the time, because I was born into a large family, I've probably seen this happen before. And so I'm better able to wrap my mind around it. And I know it's going to be okay, really. And so that's something that I feel like being born last has helped me with. I've taken a little bit of everyone's dream. Now I've heard all my sisters talk about their dreams. I've heard my parents talk about dreams they had, things they never did. And I've taken a little bit about of everyone's dream 
and have melted it into a beautiful pot of my own dreams and aspirations. So I dream big right now and I don't really see limitations because there have been a lot of people ahead of me that have done these things or people that have dreamt these things. And so I feel like anything is possible. All I have to do is believe, you know? People say lasborns are spontaneous and they're open to new opportunities. Well, new experiences, yes. So we don't really think about being born last because you have a lot of caregivers. I definitely think that that plays a role in your risk assessment. And so when the new opportunity comes up, I don't necessarily think about the risks first. Let me give you an example. When I thought about starting a podcast, I really didn't think about anything else. I just knew I wanted to record and start the podcast. And I did. I don't necessarily think about what could go wrong. Now, I don't know if it's because I was born last, but I know definitely that I'm open to new experiences. I want to try new things. I'm not thinking about, oh, is this going to give me a tummy ache at the end of the day? No, I just want to try new things. And I just want to have these new experiences. So I know this topic is probably someone's thesis or dissertation topic. Someone out there in the world is, you know, burning the midnight oil, trying to figure all these things out. If that is you, please reach out to me. I'd really love to know from your experiences or I'd really love to know from your research, what is what really is the role of birth order in predicting behavior? Like, is there a role? What do you guys think? Were you guys born first, middle, last? Or are you the only child? And how has that really shaped your personality? You can join the conversation on Instagram, African Princess in America, or you can reach out to me by email, talesbydroz at gmail.com and tell me, you know, what do you think about this? Has your life changed significantly right now because you were born first last middle or just being the only child i feel like parenting is the answer i feel like parenting has a huge role to play in how kids turn out you know i have sisters and they they have influenced my life positively i have to say but most of the things that i am today i was greatly motivated by my parents i wanted to get a doctorate degree because my dad had a doctorate degree it turns out that my sisters also have doctorate degrees and that's awesome because we end up cheering each other along the way but i definitely wanted to be a doctor or I wanted to have this degree because my dad had it and I always wanted to be more like him and so I feel like parenting has a huge role to play in how kids turn out and there are other factors as well and so if you guys are thinking about things that I haven't even spoken about or if you feel like hey Ozzy there's something that you're not remembering right now please feel free to join the conversation let's talk about it let's find out the role of birth order in shaping and predicting behavior that would be awesome we've come to the end of today's episode thank you guys for listening and sticking with me thank you guys for hanging out with this last born and have an awesome 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 day bye-bye Do you know that about one in every three people in the United States listen to at least one podcast every month? That's millions of people listening. And do you also know that every month, thousands of podcast listeners listen to the tales of an African princess in America podcast? Hmm. Well, do you have a business service or event that you would love others to hear about? Then look no further. To promote your services on the podcast, send an email to talesbydroz at gmail.com today. Or you can visit our website at www.talesofanafricanprincess.com in america.com